My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. All that God does agrees with all that God is. And being and doing are one in him. A.W. Tozer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beholding. I'm Johan, and I'm happy that you joined me today. Again, before we get into the good stuff, let's get all that information out of the way so that by the end of the podcast, you can use that time just to connect with the Lord's heart without distractions. Uh, First of all, follow, share the podcast. That would be very helpful. And I want to invite you to check out my website, which hosts notes, blog posts of each episode. And if you're joining the journey, writing down your list, and maybe you missed an episode You can keep up with the list of attributes on the blog at beholding.ca. So check it out. And again, I wrote songs for each episode, not all that you will hear, but I will release some here and there. So if you want to find out how to get those, you can go to the website to find out how to get that. Okay, now that that's out of the way, get out your list and let's get on with the passage. So last time we hit one of my favorite passages for descriptions of what God is like in Revelation 1, 12 to 16. Eyes of fire, hair like wool, a sharp two-edged sword coming out of his mouth. Just a wealth of beautiful descriptions that say a lot about what he is like. Today, we're going to be looking at Revelation 1, 17 and 18, and then we'll finish this out, Revelation 1, with 19 and 20. We'll squeeze it in there. Okay, so let's read it. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, for I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Okay, so here we go on with our list. Today I have 16 things. I know it's huge, but let's go for it. Number one. So it says, when I saw him. So first of all, he is able to be seen. Number two, I fell at his feet. So first of all, we are able to get close enough to fall at his feet which means he allows people to get close enough to fall at his feet. That close. Number three, coming close to him can be debilitating. So for whatever reason, maybe he's overwhelming. Maybe it's just that fear of the Lord. Whatever it may be, this is a response to being close to him. Number four, he lays his hand on people. God actually stoops low enough to touch John. In this passage, he lays his right hand on him. That says something beautiful about him that he would stoop to touch his creation. And what kind of affection and love is behind that touch? Number five, he doesn't want us to be fearful of him. 
And I mean, there's that holy fear that is reverence, and then there's that fear that causes us to run away. I believe the latter is what he's referring to here when we need not fear, fear not. So number six, he is the first, and that's since the beginning. Number seven, he is the last. The Omega speaks of his transcendence. Number eight, he is living. Number nine, he physically died. This is true about him. Number 10, he wants us to see or behold him in his resurrected state. I sang about this the other day, and there's something profound about that passage. I highly recommend you go into that one deeper. Number 11, he is and forever will be alive. Number 12, he holds the keys to death and Hades. He is death's gatekeeper, even to hell itself. Number 13, he has mysteries, and I love that about him. Number 14, he appoints angels to the church. Number 15, Angels are sent from his hand. He sends out angels. He assigns them. Number 16, he calls churches lampstands or likes the church to be represented by lampstands in scripture. Now, the church is his bride. So, like, this still says something about him. He wants the church that he loves to be represented by burning lamps, like shining lamps. So, that's our 16 today. And you know, when I make my list again, and you can do this throughout your week, and I encourage you to, as you think on these things, turn them into declarations about who he is, turn them to him, speak the language the Lord has spoken about himself, and and we just turn our gaze upwards and we speak them to him. So here we go. You are able to be seen. You allow yourself to be seen. You allow us to come close enough to be before your feet in close proximity to the living God. I am unable to stand in your presence. I fall at your feet. I fall on my face before you, before your presence. You lay your hand on us. You do not want us to be fearful of you. You are the first and you are the last. Jesus, you are living. You are alive. You actually took on flesh and died. The living God stooped low to die, but you are living and you are now alive. You want me to see you in your resurrected state. You want me to see the wounds on your hands. You are alive and you will remain alive forever. Jesus, you hold the keys to death and Hades. And you are full of mysteries. You are full of wonders. You appoint your angels to your church. You send help. You send angelic help from your right hand to your church because you love your church. You want your church to be bright and shining lamps. Jesus, thank you that you love to be seen and that you allow us to come so close 
that you would even lay your hands upon us. Thank you that your perfect love casts out fear and you desire for me to draw near and not run away. Even though I'm broken, you allow me to draw so close. You are the first and the last. You're the Alpha and the Omega. And you're my friend. You've seen it all. You are who was and is to come. You defeated death. You took the keys and you're alive. And now I can be alive with you. We love that we worship a living God. It's not just a catchphrase or a concept. You are in a physical body, breathing. You're eating. You are alive. God, make this real in our hearts. Make the reality of this come alive inside of us and help us to know this. Reveal more about who you are and what you are like. So how do these things make you feel? Are there any questions that come up when, when you think on these things? Have you experienced him in any of these ways in your own life that you know some of these things to be true? Take the time to talk to the Lord about it. Ask him questions. And if you want to share what you got, I'd love to hear about it as well. Just go visit Beholding and let me know. Maybe we can share it with others. Thanks again for taking this exciting journey with me. We'll talk to you again soon. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him.